Hey everybody, welcome. It is Greg Dazinski, Detroit's Love Guru, coming to you live Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time with the Art of Relationship Show. Gonna give you just a few tips that can catapult your relationship. It's gonna be quick, it's gonna be simple, and look at what gets in the way, okay? We're gonna start this in just a minute, so pay attention. We're live with the Art of Relationship Show right here on Facebook and YouTube Live, okay? Everybody, pay attention. We'll be right back. Welcome to the Art of Relationships show. Greg is Detroit's love guru, a licensed professional counselor, a relationship and sex specialist. The Art of Relationships show will cover crucial elements in rebuilding the trust, emotional, and physical intimacy in your life. No more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of your challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Yes, Greg also helps the single people out there. So listen, laugh, and climax. Greg is a licensed professional counselor, though to many, he's known as Detroit's love guru. The Art of Relationship show is copyrighted. No use of the show in part or full is permitted without expressed written consent. The Art of Relationship show is for mature audiences. Parental advisory is highly advised. I am back live now. Going to give you some easy tips to pay attention um, that can catapult your relationship and get you more connected. And it's simple. It doesn't take a lot. It's not talking about grandiose situations where you have to do anything fantastic and, you know, extreme to get a better connection in your relationship. Okay. So I'm going to run through these pretty quick. Okay. And as always, you can join in, chat you know, in the chat discussion down below. I'd love to hear your uh, comments, your feedback, anything I can do <clears throat> and uh, pay attention to, you know, everybody paying attention. Tanika, Biss, you know, Bissy, I appreciate you tuning in. And I know more are going to be coming up uh, real quick too. So type your comments down below and let's kick it off. Okay. Number one, how often do you look at the good that your partner does or the good in your partner. Meaning, okay, do you always pick apart the negative? I've talked about this on numerous episodes before, but you know, when you start looking at the good in your partner, start throwing compliments and affirmations. I'm not talking being fake. I'm never about being fake, okay? I'm all about being legit, being genuine, being authentic in those. You can look at good things on a daily basis, people. It doesn't take a lot to you know, notice little things. You know what? I notice how, man, it was great how you handled the kids when they were fighting, man. I'd be going nuts, that type of thing. You know, it's awesome. Oh my God, you're balanced. I know you weren't feeling good. And I, you know, appreciate you still, you know, going to work today or cooking dinner, uh, dealing with the kids, that type of thing, cleaning up the house. You know, I know you weren't feeling good, but it was so important to me that you did that. Thank you so much. You can look at stuff on a daily basis. Basis, okay. And to be able to look at, you know what? 
you know, little things. And it can be so refreshing on a daily basis, people. It doesn't have to be over the top type of stuff. You know what? You know, I appreciate you went to work. I appreciate, you know, you going to work, both women, men. It doesn't matter. It's not gender bias. You can hit on people that um, do good things in your life, okay? And this can also work with, you know, parents with kids. Look at the good that your kid does. Give them props. Give them, you know, affirmations and compliments. I'm not about, you know, we need to hold ourselves accountable for what we do, not being disrespectful respected, you know, not being disrespectful to our partner, but we need to be able to look at the good stuff in our relationship and what is going on. And sometimes we ignore that. Okay. The simple things. Thanks for doing the laundry. You know what? Thanks for cutting the grass. You know, it, it was awesome, you know, that you did that, that you handled whatever situation, the way you, you know, you handled your boss, how you handled, you know, I mentioned this in a post below, how you handled, you know, the bill collectors. Let's face it, COVID, people are hurting out there, you know, financially, emotionally, everything else. I know you're stressed and all that, and you still took care of that. Awesome. Get that. Give people compliments. Give them affirmations in your relationship, and you're going to see your partner start opening up a little more, starting to feel safe and start reaching for you instead of creating that distance big time. So, Look at the good in each other on a daily basis. Different things happen, let's face it, on different days. On a daily basis, you can look for new things to trigger, to be able to look at, you know what? I can look at the good that you've done. You know, thanks for flushing the toilet. Thanks for putting the toilet seat down, that type of thing. You can do things on a daily basis. Again, I know I'm repeating myself, but it is so, so crucial. And it's something that's very, very simple and getting away from the negative and they're criticizing and pulling each other apart that a lot of couples do. Okay. We're all human. It's so easy, especially when we are in, you know, a bad mood, when we're tired, when we're stressed, when we're exhausted, it's very easy to be snappy. It's very easy to know, rip each other apart and hit on the negative and criticizing, you know what, even if you notice your partner's in a bad mood, whatever, can you, you know what, I get your, you know, in a bad mood. Is there anything I can do? That's a good thing. You notice that they might not be feeling well. You notice they're not feeling good. So, you know what, address it, go after it and be good. Be nice to each other. Okay. Ah, Tanika, how do we know we are ready to get back into the dating world? Number one thing is, your gut instinct. Number one is, you know, do you want to get back into the dating realm and then go after it? You know, is it, are you doing it because you're lonely or are you doing it because it's a healthy thing for you? Simple, right? Um, Sounds simple, but it's not easy when we get our heart ripped apart. We get, you know, used or cheated on and trying to go back in the dating realm. It isn't. So I usually gauge, I want people to be able to trust their gut instinct and listen to their gut. Get away from the fears. Get away from that. But some people aren't ready. You're right. To get in a dating realm, they're not ready, and they jump into it, and they don't have their head on straight. They don't have, you know, they don't have their gut and their heart lined up to be have that self-respect and self-love. Or some, some people are so bitter that they are critical of maybe a potential great partner down the road. So this is where I want people to be able to trust their gut instinct, okay? Now, 
getting back to the topic at hand. I appreciate the question very much. Any questions, you can throw them in, uh, you know, discussion chat down below. So I, you know, threw out there about look at the good in each other on a daily basis, okay? So another thing that can help is that you ask questions of concern. I talked about this, and this cannot be, you know, overstated enough big time that you start asking and going after one another with questions of care, questions of concern, that you actually care about what's going on with each other, how things feel to them, what they're going through, you know, emotionally, maybe psychologically, you know, what they're thinking about, you know, why are you upset? What's going on? You look tired. Are you okay? Are you feeling okay? By showing that genuine concern, oh my God, it feels great, right? Someone actually cares about me. Or we all know, you know, people that are used to being manipulated and used and they start, oh, you know what? You look beautiful today. And you're like, oh, okay, what do you want? (laughs) You get me? That type of thing. I'm not about into manipulation. I'm not into people playing games. I'm a smart ass. I love joking around, but not when it comes to matters of the heart. Okay. So by asking questions of concern and care, you know what? It can start transforming your relationship and make it a safe place to share anything, that you are willing to hear what your partner has to say, even though you don't like it, okay? So, you know what? I don't feel loved. Well, you know what? What can I do to make you feel loved? You get me? You know what? Oh, oh my God, I don't want you to feel like you're not loved, that you're not important. What can I do? See, you're addressing it. You're showing that care. You're showing that concern for how your partner feels. Sounds simple, right? And it's very, very difficult to do when you're in screaming matches and yelling and, you know, calling each other out your names and bashing each other, ripping each other apart. I don't want that, okay? Of course, it happens. We're all human. But if you can go after it instead of saying, you know, what are you hurt about? You know, what are you angry about? That, that oh, my God, they're actually listening. They actually notice. It can make things a hell of a lot better and more comfortable for both of you to engage and talk about issues in your relationship, okay? Now, another thing that I talk about often that can really, really help a relationship as well is touch, okay? How often do you touch each other? And I'm not talking <laughs> grabbing each other around the throat. Well, some people are in the fixation, you know, during sex and all that stuff. I'm talking about, you know, when you're pissed at each other. I'm not about physical violence at all. I'm not into people about hitting each other, throwing stuff at each other. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, you know, touch of affection, touch of care. You know, how often do you hold hands? How often do you actually sit next to each other? Or are you at opposite ends of the couch while you're watching a movie or, you know, playing on your phones? Let's face it, we're all guilty of that, right? But even if you're doing that, can you touch each other? Can you lay your legs across one another? Can you lay your hand on one another and even, you know, caress with the fingertips or with your hand, that type of thing? Touch can really, you know, trigger a lot of goodness and a lot of soothing. I think it's, for most of us, it's it's a natural human condition to touch and want to be touched. And there are people out there, again, it's not bashing that we're never, you know, touched or rarely touched growing up as kids. So they feel like, you know, affection or being touched. Oh my God, what do you want? You're taking advantage of me. You're trying to control me. 
they're not used to that. And it's, it's sort of sad. It is sad, not sort of that they're not used to it. And touch can be so soothing. It can be so healing to the heart and to the soul when it is done out of love, out of genuine concern, out of genuine care for one another, for our partner. Okay. So if you implement those aspects, these things can be, you know, very, very radical in turning your relationship around, right? When you go after, again, look at the good and how, you know, your partner reacts to certain things. Look at the good and opportunities to compliment one another. Oh, you look good. Oh, your booty looks good. How many guys would like to say, you know, their wives, girls, uh, whatever partners to be able to say, oh, your booty looks good, right? (laughs) It's not just the women that you look beautiful. You look great. You look terrific. Oh my gosh. You used to compliment me all the time when we were dating. How many times have you heard that from your partner, from other people, right? I hear it on a daily basis in my office that, you know, the compliments, we used to give each other compliments. We used to touch each other more. And also when we get disconnected or we disagree, have arguments, it just goes away. I get that. But when you have an argument, you go after and use very simple, right? You know what? The questions of care, the questions of concern. These are three things I'm listening that can be simple that can turn your relationship around or on the right track. And we all know when somebody cheats, when somebody betrays us and crushes our heart, it's not that easy, okay? I'm trying to help you with these three simple little tools that can be done and implemented today, tonight, right? On a regular basis so it doesn't get to a point where somebody cheats or, you know, even wants to cheat, that type of thing, that you're able to, you know, listen and look at and, you know what, make each other feel good about yourself and that you are choosing to be with them. And it's not just out of obligation, right? Oh, you're just with me because the kids, you're just with me because you can't afford to be by yourself. How often do you look at these things and you can make each other feel that you're chosen, that you want to be with each other by these implementing these three things. Look at the good in each other. Look at opportunities to, you know, compliment and give affirmations to your partner. Simple, right? You can do new things on a daily basis, right? Every day changes, usually some form or another, right? Even if it's a simple change in the day-to-day aspect, you can look for opportunities to compliment and to make your partner feel good about themselves. Number two, right? implementing questions of concern. If your partner is pissed off, angry at you, ask, you know what? I get, I care you're upset. What's going on? Talk to me. That doesn't mean you have to accept them yelling and screaming. No, I care. What are you mad about? I want to know what happens. And it could be a perception aspect that maybe they got pissed or upset that, you know, you said something a certain way and that's not what you intended. Oh, I get you're mad. I get, I would be mad And, you know, I'd be mad and upset if you did that to me. Well, you know, I'm sorry. That wasn't my intent. I don't want to make you mad. So simple, right? Instead of the fighting and the control aspects, uh, you know, the right and wrong, the scoreboard competition, I want to get away from that. And that's where these aspects can help by looking at the questions of concern. And number three is the touch, okay? Big, big, big. Huge aspect. How often do you touch one another? 
It could be holding hands. It could be just, you know, maybe a soothing hand to the lower back or on the shoulder, a simple brushing up each other. What about even, you know, when was the last time you hugged each other, right? And I'm not talking, hey, buddy, the buddy hug, you know. <laughs> I'm talking about oh, you embrace each other that, you know what, I love touching you. I love holding you. And I touch it because I like to. Plus, I also want you to know I'm here. I also want you to know I love you. And, you know, I care about you. I want to be with you. So that's where that touch can come in. So implement these three things, and you're going to start seeing your relationship sort of start gaining the closeness that you once lost, or you start looking at maybe our relationship is going, we're starting to argue more, whatever. And usually a lot of arguments go on, right, about not feeling understood, not feeling cared about, not feeling loved, not feeling desired, respected. Those aspects trigger all these things. By implementing these three things, you know what? It sort of helps you sort of get away from those negative feelings of not feeling wanted, not feeling desired, not feeling loved, right? Not feeling a priority or respected. So, again, real quick, look at the good in your partner. Look at opportunities to compliment, give affirmations to one another, right? Questions of care or concern and start touching each other more, okay? Simple, little things that can mean a lot to a relationship, okay? And I'm going to, that's the end of the show, just a quick show tonight. Um, I'm exhausted, been a long week already. So you can catch the show live right here on Facebook. Check out my website, theartofrelationships.org. Make sure, please, go to YouTube. Hey, Chris, welcome. I appreciate you uh, showing up. Go to my uh, YouTube page, The Art of Relationships with Greg Dzinski. Please subscribe to it, like it. All my videos are there as well. You know, go over. I appreciate you going over, you know, liking, following my public figure page on Facebook as well. Uh, Facebook.com slash Detroit's Love Guru. And you can follow me all over the place on Instagram, Detroit's Love Guru, Twitter, Detroit Love Guru. Um, I'm here. I want to help people. That's my passion. Okay. Let's keep spreading, you know, the peace out there and the love and let's get rid of hate. Okay. Big, big, big time. Everybody peace out. Take care. Here's a tip. Cuando la salsa picante del spicy crispy chicken sandwich de McDonald's cae en el wrapper, se convierte en un dip para tus papitas. Esas papitas que te llevas con refresco mediano gratis al comprar cualquiera de los crispy chicken sandwiches de McDonald's por el app. Crispy, juicy, and tender. Es pollo a la McDonald's. Ordena por anticipado en el app de McDonald's. Para pa pa pa. Válido del 28 de febrero al 3 de abril del 2022. Solo en McDonald's participantes de Estados Unidos. Válido una vez por semana. Se requiere descarga y registro de la aplicación de McDonald's.